I did it. <laughs> Great. Uh, okay, three, two, one. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of N-Express Nintendo Podcast, the official Nintendo podcast of Goombastomp.com. I'm your host, Cameron Dax, and joining us, we have games editor Mark Kalaroff. After six straight hours of Splatoon, I finally did it, Cameron. I beat Shovel Knight for the first time. <laughs> three separate systems, uh, one ultimate victory. That's, that's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. Also with us, we have indie games editor Campbell Gill. I beat Shovel Knight, like... Eight years ago now. <laughs> wow. And all the what expansions and sequels, so I'm just saying, you know. And it was uh, on yeah. one system, too, so. Campbell's stunting on us. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, joining us, returning podcast superstar, marketing manager of Yacht Club Games, Celia Schilling. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me, and thank you for all uh, playing our games. It's appreciated. Um <laughs> You are most yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, I guess this is the part where I admit that I've never beaten Shovel Knight. Uh, Dead to but me. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Thanks, guys. No, um, Do I get extra favoritism <laughs> if I bought it on three systems? Yeah, you, you're the favorite. And I was oh, there man, day man. one. I bought it on the Wii U. Oh, my okay. gosh. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just making us all look bad. Just, just couldn't uh, beat the Enchantress, and now I finally did it today. I'm so but it, I was going to say, in all seriousness, Mark, congrats. That is quite a feat. Uh, notoriously difficult final boss of Shovel Knight. Nicely done. Um, the reason we've got Celia on the show uh, for The Curious uh, is because after, after waiting with our, our palms together and uh, just waiting for, for ever and ever and ever, the Shovel Knight dig finally releasing imminently. It is, it is, it is coming down the pipe here. Uh, so we, we thought we'd have Celia on to tell us about uh, the development and the process and the journey of this game finally coming out to consoles. And uh, it's, it's, we're all, <laughs> I'm talking fast because I'm excited. And I think we're all excited about uh, the latest uh, iteration of the Shovel Knight universe. So uh, Campbell's got a list of questions for us. Mark and myself have also contributed some stuff here. Um, Without any further ado, Campbell, you want to just dive right in, or, or or how are we doing this? Yeah, I am ready to dive right in, or shall I say, rather cornily, dig right in. So, oh, God. Yeah. I, I think, was waiting for that. I was, I was say, waiting for the dig like, It is like the, the cheapest shot you can possibly take when talking about a shovel knight. But you know what? If there's anything I'm known for in this show, it's the cheap pun shots. So there we yeah. go. Alrighty, Celia. So, uh, just to get things started, for our listeners who, for some reason, maybe haven't heard of Shovel Knight Dig just yet or aren't aware of what the game is all about, could you give us a quick intro in your own words of what Shovel Knight Dig is about? Yeah, sure. Um, so, Shovel Knight Dig is an ambitious project that we worked alongside Nitrum with. It is, at its core, a platformer, but it has roguelike elements, and it's a full-fledged, brand-new adventure in the Shovel Knight universe. I'm so excited for you guys to delve in. 
That's amazing. I think we're going to spend the rest of this discussion just unpacking what you just said because there's so much exciting yeah, stuff about the game right there. <laughs> yeah. So definitely uh, to dig a little bit into that. I said dig again without even intending to make a pun. Yeah. Something's wrong with me. But at any ah. rate, <laughs> so I got to ask though, the concept for Shovel Knight Dig is so interesting. The roguelike elements, uh, the collaboration with Nitrum. Where did the idea for Shovel Knight Dig first come from and how did that collaboration with Nitrum get started? So we were interested in making a new Shovel Knight game, um, but we wanted to work with a different studio to create it. Um, our first choice that came to mind was Nitrum, because A, nostalgia, B, we're a huge fan of their games. <laughs> Heck yeah. they, uh, they do really well with roguelikes, and when we were thinking about what Shovel Knight Dig could be, they were just, they just always came to mind. Uh, so yeah, we reached out to them and they were ecstatic because they're a fan of our games. We're a fan of them. We high five, did some contract stuff, and uh, we got started on the game. Um, it took like around four years to create. We announced it in 2019, and you know a few things happened in the world, so it took a little bit. And uh, yeah, I'm so excited to finally announce that it's coming out on September 23rd. So it's. It's great. Nitrum's excited, too. I've been messaging with their marketing guy, John, like, constantly. That's, I can hear, the, I can hear the, the smile in your voice as you're like, oh, my gosh, it's finally coming. I know. Um, oh, my gosh. That, it's exciting. Really, congrats. Um, I know you don't have I, to I, have us just ask about, what about Shelton I dig every time you're on the show? So, <laughs> so many pluses. I'm sure she's sick of that question. Um, I, I, you, you mentioned um, having nostalgia. Sorry, Cam uh, Campbell, I'm, I'm jumping in here. Uh, uh, Celia, you mentioned having nostalgia and excitement about wanting to work with Nitrome. Um, so for, for some of our, our younger listeners, on the show, there used to be a thing called Flash. Uh, games were made. <laughs> Entire video games were made that you could play in your browser for free. Um, that is still the case, believe it or not, but I don't think it's as prevalent as it once was. Uh, just for like curiosity's sake, is there anything that you and anybody else at Yacht Club, any particular, uh, any particular Nitrum games that you were excited to 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 play, or anything that you like, like? that you remember being like, oh my God, I would come up from school and play this all the time. Like, is there anything that was like jumping out at you when, when uh, you got the chance to work with them? So the team was luckier than I, cause I had AOL dial up. And Ooh. so I could only have oh, <laughs> like in yep. browser sometimes yeah. games. Like that's yes. why I was a fan of Neopets cause those loaded. So I do not have nostalgia, <laughs> but a lot of my team have like gone on these like amazing, like, like, I would say like nostalgic, like they're just gushing about their games. Unfortunately, yeah. I wasn't able to experience that. Um, blame my parents, um, but say <laughs> <laughs> <C> la vie. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, yeah, I know as, uh, life is hard, but like they've done a lot. Yeah, I know they've uh, done like like I don't know. Like I know that someone mentioned Roly Poly a long time ago. Mm -hmm. I know someone's mentioned Sky uh, Space. Sky or Space Hopper, um, there, there's a ton. Uh, more recently, they've made Bomb Chicken, and that's really cool. But that's not a nostalgia thing. That's just me being excited about their games. <laughs> Listen, you're also allowed to be excited for things that are contemporary as well. I will allow Thank it you. in this situation. Yes. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Campbell, go right ahead. No, that's all good. And I mean, I just got to say, I grew up playing Nitrum games. So unfortunately, I actually 
did have a computer that allowed me to play Nitrum and stuff, so that was exciting. Oh, lucky. Yeah, I know, right? But uh, that's definitely been one of the things that just has been making me the most excited for Shovel Knight Dig. It's like, I love Shovel Knight, and Nitrum I, was my childhood, so it's just this incredible marriage <laughs> of such mm-hmm. amazing things. Uh, so I did have a question about anything from Nitrum that inspired uh, Shovel Knight Dig at all, like Rolly Poly you were mentioning, or any other games. Uh, are there any like titles from Nitrum that played a role in, in the development of Shovel Knight Dig, if you can say? So um, I, don't, I don't know about like inspirations. I can ask John about that. But I know that they're, they're pretty skilled at roguelikes. Like, that's been like a bread and butter for a little while. So I feel like they took that wealth of knowledge and incorporated it when creating a brand new game with us. Absolutely. Speaking of, I mean, you, you said the magic words. Uh, like, as, as the resident roguelike liker on this podcast, um, it looks, even just in the trailer, in the, in the brief clips of gameplay that we, we got to see, and we'll get to the trailer soon because I, we got to talk about that. Um, it looks like Shovel Knight Dig is, is having a lot of the hallmarks of the roguelike in here. Um, what do you think makes this stand out? Like, as someone who just adores, I was playing Binding of Isaac like two days ago. Like, I don't know. What, what, what do you think makes this game stand out among? There's so many roguelikes, but uh, what, what makes this one the, sh- the shovel nightiest of them all? Oh man, there's there's so much, and I'm like, how do I not spoil the game? How do you not without spoil? <laughs> I mean, like maybe um, maybe in a broad in a broad sense. I don't know. So with this game, I'm. So we took a lot of platforming aspects to it, um, in addition to it being a roguelike. So mm-hmm. that meaning, like we designed like some of the level hazards to be similar to what you'd experience, like with the original Shovel Knight campaign. And when I say that, there will be a wealth of surprises and enemies that are returning that you'll have to use a similar combat style to get through. Um, it has a lot of like Shovel Knight charm to it and story Hmm. elements. The team wrote the story for this game. There's a bunch of colorful characters, some of which that Nitrum created. So it's really fun to be like, oh, like be introduced to characters that I actually had no idea existed. Um, I think what makes this game different besides like the charming mechanics is really like the heart and soul of Nitrum and Yacht Club Games that created it. Um, I know that sounds like very general, but so much humor got put into this game and so much effort and so much of our wealth of like abilities that I think fans and and the roguelike community will really enjoy this game in particular. Also, the challenge is amazing. You get to keep your gems when you go up the top so you can buy from the uh, the Hoofman. He's like a shopkeeper. You'll get to know him. You'll love him. You get to buy different things from him and the armor and you go down again and you feel like a shovel god. It's great. <laughs> shovel god. I am, I am always saying I would like to feel like a shovel god. So yes, this is this is good, good news so for me. So on September 23rd, that will be your day. <laughs> That's the day. Ten days from now. Oh my god. Make your ascension oh to shovel heaven. Um, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> the top of the shovel pantheon. Um, so I kind of want to. I, I, there is such an impulse to say I want to dig into that a bit further. Don't do it. Stop, I'm gonna yeah, stop. Unearth. Don't. There you go. Yeah. So let's unearth that a little bit more. Excavate your thoughts on this. Um, yeah. There you go. 
but but yeah um <laughs> i do want to press a bit more on that uh, progression model that you were talking about because it's really interesting how shovel knight dig is like you were saying a roguelike but it's also mixed with that those handcrafted levels as well so it's like it sounds like a blend of roguelike mm -hmm. and intentionally designed gameplay so how does that progression model work in practice and how much would you say like changes each time you're playing through the game yeah, that's a great question. Okay, so the stages in themselves follow a pattern. So um, like level one, uh, the mushroom mines. Uh, so you go through three stages and then you reach the hexcavator um, uh, spore night. So that follows a similar pattern for basically every level. It's three stages and one boss. The thing is though, what you encounter as you go down um, is a whole fun of mystery. So we had, hmm. were able to seamlessly craft like designed levels uh, with procedurally generated. So there's a lot of really randomized elements to it. So like sometimes you'll, you know, open a room and it'll be like full of gems and amazing. And then another time you'll like go in the room and it's like, oh, wow, there's spikes. But we went through the randomized parts of it and we've definitely crafted some really fun um mysteries for you guys to uncover so it's gonna be adventure every time there's thousands of rooms to delve into wow. so um every time you play it's 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 a brand new adventure which is really awesome as a player horrible when i'm recording content because i'll be like wow that was a really fun moment and i'll be like oh can i go back no no nope. i can't no, you um, but it's it's really fun and just the pacing of the game in general as it being a roguelike and being fast paced it almost has a rhythm to it so mm. when people watch you play it looks like you're choreographing content when really you're just playing and it's the level leading you it's really fun what a unique way to describe um, I've never heard a game described like that before that's incredible that sounds really good Absolutely. And I, I just got asked, given thousands of rooms and everything, roughly how long would you say it takes to complete a run of Shovel Knight Dig? It depends how fast you can go, honestly. Mm -hmm. But also keep in mind, um, as you go down the well, um, there's going to be different pathways that you can choose. So the replayability of this game is, is pretty long. <laughs> and also there's some certain plot points of things that you need to accomplish to get, you know, the ending that you want. You know, the usual fun stuff that I don't want to spoil for you. Make sure to talk to everyone and, and uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely swerved. That was an excellent swerve. Very good. I'll take the hint. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, my, that's my pro tip. And I don't know if you guys, since you haven't gotten a chance to play the game yet, but you should definitely say hello to um, Altius, uh, Shield Knight's pet owl. I think uh, there's a reason why he's hanging out there. So. Okay. I mean, I always want to talk to a pet owl anyway, so... Don't can you pet the time. owl? You can pet the owl. Oh my god. <gasps> 10 out of 10 already. Wow. Yeah, yeah. game of the year. Yeah, Done. Yeah, right now, yeah. We did it. <laughs> congrats, congrats, <laughs> friends, we did it. Um, nicely done. Wow. Wow, this is, the, listen, <laughs> I, I, unlike uh, the other gentlemen on this, on this podcast, I have not been following the development of this game as closely. So every, right. every, it feels as though every new sentence, I'm like, oh my God, this, this sounds like something I not only want to play, but like need to play. <laughs> yes, so, do it. Yeah, okay, all right, yes. <laughs> Would love to. <laughs> we will very soon, again, in 10 days from the point of recording. So, um, 
it's exciting. But um, going back to the comment from earlier, talking about how there's a lot of new characters, new content, just new ideas in the game, alongside a lot of returning figures and mechanics and just concepts from Shovel Knight games past. Roughly, what would you say is like the balance of new and old in Shovel Knight Dig? Is it like staying in line with the previous games in the series or kind of pushing out in a new direction with more new stuff, new characters? I would say it's a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. There's a lot of enemies um, that you've encountered previously, but there's definitely a, a bunch of other cool stuff that's new as well. Um, like you'll encounter blurbs again and you'll get to see propeller rats and oh gosh, they're so cute and they're carrying new hazards. Um, you'll <laughs> oh, also God. get to discover, um, well, I guess encounter uh, two hexcavators, uh, Mole Knight and Tinker Knight and Scrap Knight yes. that you might remember from Pocket Dungeon mm -hmm. um, on your adventure. So like there's that, but there's also new characters like Drill Knight and Spore Knight and like a ton of other characters like Whisker, um, who's an NPC who helps you on your adventure and is definitely not a cat. Definitely. <laughs> definitely not. Okay. Of course not. Mm -hmm. Nope. I believe not it. me not me with a tab open that's just a list of cat memes. Like, don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, Whisker Whisker thinks cats are cool, but he's definitely not one of them. He's just a regular not human. One. Nope. Okay. Of course. Nice. Yeah. I uh -huh. believe it. So on the topic of characters in the game, though, I gotta ask, are there gonna be any cameos from either other Yacht Club properties or Nitrum properties in the game? So as of right now, I have not discovered all of the characters. So I wanna say no, no cameos, only Shovel Knight characters slash new characters. But knowing Nitrum, there might be a few little mysteries in there. Awesome. Gotcha. Sounds like we'll just have to play through 100% it, hardcore, platinum it, and then see if maybe there's something else hidden in there. <laughs> yeah, me too. I have to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got your work cut out for you. So right. then moving a little bit uh, further on to, again, the, the visual style, I think, for Shovel Knight Dig is one of the, the most kind of striking aspects of the game because it is a bit similar to other games that Nitrum has worked on. And in the context of the Shovel Knight series, it's really a, a, a really notable departure moving away from the 8-bit aesthetic of previous games towards really a lush, I would say 16-bit, but even more detailed than that. Um so why take this approach for, for this iteration of the game, for moving towards this lush, high-definition, pixelated style? And what was it like moving these characters from this very these compact graphics into a new, more detailed uh, graphical style? So first off, it looks dope, so that's why we did it. No, kidding. Uh, so, <laughs> we, so we always joke that Shovel Knight is like how you know it would be like considered quote unquote eight bit it's how you remember the nes so yeah you're kind of right with the 16 bit kind of i guess inspirations because that's how i remember super nintendo and like also if you're looking into your club games fashion mina is how you remember game boy uh it's not exactly how you remember it but like if you just picture in your head that's what it looks like um so I guess we're just going through the decades. Maybe in like 20 years, we'll have like Xbox 360 graphics in a game. But <laughs> as for working with Nitrome um, on this project, we really just let them do their thing. Like this is the style that they felt most confident with for Shovel Knight Dig and it looks gorgeous. 
And it's just been an absolute blast seeing how they've reinvented our characters in this brand new world. For sure. Yeah, again, it's just such a, a great looking game. And I remember I wrote a blog post for Goomba Stomp right when the game was announced. Uh, and it was just basically it was just me freaking out about Shovel Knight and 16-bit. This is amazing. And just seeing more footage of the game since then. It's definitely looking great. But uh, kind of following up on the process of working with Nitrum, I did want to ask because I, I was doing some some research on Shovel Knight Dig, you know, doing my, my journalistic thing, but I was reading other discussions about how, how you all worked with Nitrum earlier on when the game was announced about um, checking in with the game with Nitrum, letting them do their thing. But in the years that passed since then and how you've successfully released uh, several collaborations with other developers now at Yacht Club between Cyber Shadow and Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon, uh, what has been the approach of working with Nitrum on Shovel Knight Dig? Is it more letting them do their thing? Is uh, Yacht Club getting involved? What's it like working with them now? So... As in true Yacht Club Games fashion, we're always involved. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so for this, it's been a lot of like room review, giving feedback. Um, we wrote the script for Shovel Knight Dig. We designed like all the excavators. We designed them, and then they Nitrum created in their world. So it's definitely been a very collaborative process. Um, but as like same thing with like levels, like we came up with the concepts of like what we wanted, and then Nitrum came back with like how they how they reinvented it for the in their own style so it, it's just been very back and forth of like collaboration um it's been it's been pretty nice and i feel like when we were working with vine as well we kind of um i guess got more experience with working with a developer far away so i feel like with dig we've definitely grown as a studio with collaborations like this because we're able to um i guess communicate as best as possible and work together on something really awesome. Cecilia, yes. we noticed something in Shovel Knight Dig's press release, yes. and we'd like for you to comment on it. So in the Shovel Knight Dig press release, it says, quote, the first collaboration between Yacht Club Games and Nitrome Pixel Masters, end quote. Is this the first collaboration? Can you comment on that? Is there more to come? Oh man, that'd be so cool. I feel like, like the thing is, I was like Yacht Club, we don't like half step anything. So let's say that Dig does awesome. Uh, we really like Nitro. Uh, Want to high five and be best buds forever? Okay, cool. It's kind of like the same way we continued support with Pocket Dungeon. It's kind of one of those things where like we'd love to see Shovel Knight Dig 2, 3, 4, the spinoff series of the spinoff. Um, the TV show, the movie, the live action <laughs> the series. The flamethrower, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the flamethrower. Um, the the whack-a-mole Chuck E. Cheese edition arcade <laughs> console. Um, the that. Nintendo That'd Switch skin for Shovel Knight. Yeah. Um, wow. The theme park, the... <laughs> Fast food the, chain, the, 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 the satellite uh, space station, yeah, 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 absolutely. and the, the Toys R Us. It, they're brought back in store um, corner. Um, so yeah, like I think I think that confirms something. I don't know what though. I'm just making up stuff, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of those it. items will be future Yacht Club merch. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, that, that's it's it, honestly it's bound to be at this the point. Yacht Club uh, Toys R Us. Is, so that actually that actually leads perfectly into the into the next thing um, as. As Mark just said, uh, so as you as you just mentioned, Celia. So obviously, uh, Pocket Dungeon's been out and about for a minute, um, and just within the last couple of weeks, or, 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 or I should say, over the summer, we we had the DLC 
uh, or whatever you want to call it, the DLC stuff for Pocket Dungeon come out. Do, mm-hmm. do you think there's going to be, I mean, you know, in a perfect world, there, you, can, you can say yes to this, but is there any plans for anything later down the line for um, Shovel Knight Dig? That would be so cool. Um, <laughs> the thing is, though, is it's kind of like one of those things where it's the team lets me know, hey, we're going to yeah. do this, then I can talk about it. Exactly, I haven't heard yeah. any, like, whispers or anything, but I personally right. love that because I'm personally, like, addicted to Dig now and Pocket Dungeons. Now I'm just, like, juggling. So oh, no. it'd be cool to do that forever and ever. <laughs> there you go. Well, listen, if 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 Dead Cells is any indication, um, people love roguelikes that have updates that never end. So uh, I guess just keep that going, right? <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> and like hopping off of that, I kind of help not- noticing that uh, Shovel Knight Dig is, for now, it's releasing just on, on Switch as it's console platform previously yacht club games has done great with adding things like amiibo support on games is there any chance of that coming into shovel knight dig we're planning for amiibo support Uh, i don't think it's going to be available at launch but you eventually you will be able to use your amiibos i'll make a lot of noise about it once you can because i have so many amiibos (laughs) (laughs) speaking of physical merch celia uh, uh-huh. Back when Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon came out, you told us that the game's release may not be able to warrant a physical edition due to the size and just the audience in general. Do you think that it's possible for Shovel Knight Dig to get a physical release, or could it get a two-pack with Pocket Dungeon? That'd be so cool. If everyone ever bought our game, then we could release a physical version. <laughs> <laughs> and we could also release a two-pack. It literally just depends on demand, um, honestly. Yeah. Um the the physical climate like right now for distribution is just kind of a wild wild mm-hmm. west mm-hmm. Yeah. so there has to be a demand for it but personally i like having physical like cartridges or like physical games so i want it uh, so everyone buy our game so we can have it so i personally can have a, a physical <laughs> version of our game thanks hashtag do it for and then, Celia. yes <laughs> following up that um i hate to hit you with this but I okay. have to. According to Yacht Club Games, uh, Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon uh, initially did not meet expectations in terms of sales. And the game did launch with stellar reviews. We gave it an essential rating, which is our highest rating that we give a game. But um, how do you plan to confront this launch for Shovel Knight Dig compared to how you handled Pocket Dungeon? Um, we can put a going out of business sign on our office, <laughs> oh dress in rags, um, no. have a 24-7 bed camp. No, I'm kidding. Um, no. So the thing is, though, is that it, you're quoting us now. Hey, uh, So for Pocket Dungeon, we knew that it was, you know, it's a very niche. Like puzzle games, people are like, yeah. you know, 10 out of 10, love this game. This game saved my marriage. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but we're not buying it, so thanks anyway. So it's kind of one of those things where, like, we knew that going in, but we love puzzles and we believe in that game and releasing Slate's DLC, and we believe eventually people are going to fall in love with it too. And those who have played it are obsessed. Like, for example, at PAX, everyone, like, would be like, oh, puzzles, I'm not sure. And then they'd play it and then keep on coming back. And at the end of the day, they would check their leaderboard score. But the thing is, though, is that at the end of the day, I would also play and then, like, slam dunk everyone's leaderboard score. <laughs> so they would just look sad. I don't, you know, I posted on Twitter. It was funny. Anyways, rewinding. How I'm going to do this with Dig. So I feel like Dig's a completely different beast um, since it is a roguelike 
platformer rather than a roguelike puzzler. Um, for it, we're just going to give it our all, put our hearts into it, and, and hope for the best. Um, and that's just kind of how we, we do our marketing. We, we like put a lot of effort into our campaign and crafting. We have a ton of things planned to help explain the game and launch slash post-launch support. So there's, there's going to be a whole lot of fun for this game. And we hope everyone welcomes Shovel Knight Dig into their heart, like our original campaign and, and the people that played Pocket Dungeon. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So over the years, when you've been on this show, yeah. every single time we talked about Shovel Knight Dig, We've always talked about how it's not a direct sequel to Shovel Knight, but has your perception of that changed at all, or you're still on the fence, or you're still on the side that it's not? It's just not. It is not a a direct sequel. I, I, okay, I've played through the game. I know what happens at the end. Um, (laughs) But oh man, it is not a direct sequel. But you're gonna be really, really happy when. uh, Wait, when does this episode come out? Out of curiosity probably like tomorrow or friday (laughs) yeah when you play the game uh you will definitely be really really excited because it's gonna it's gonna explain a lot of things um and i don't know if you're if you're a huge uh shovel knight fan i was gonna say mark's mark's definitely like the lore head on the podcast i would say um, so yeah, he always wants to know about like what's what's going on with the story. Um, sorry, mm-hmm. apologies. Apparently, <laughs> construction is still going on at the apartment next to mine. I'm going to mute myself here. I apologize for that. You guys can okay. keep talking. Don't let. Uh, I thought you were going to finish. I thought you had a question. No, yeah, me too. I, was I was waiting. Just, so he's ready to go. No, I, listen, I, y'all, I got nothing. I was just commenting on how Mark uh, loves to know if things are canon. That's it. That's all I was going to say. Are 100, this game is 100% canon. Okay, cool. Um, cool. It falls into place with a lot of things, and it'll answer a lot of questions. And you'll get also a brand new story out of it. Um, I don't know if we went over what the story behind <laughs> Shovel Knight Dig is, <laughs> but um, the game starts off uh, with Shovel Knight minding his own business as per usual at his campsite. And uh, someone bothers him. This time it's uh, Drill Knight. And basically Drill Knight's obsessed with having the most perfect heist. So he recruits a bunch of members, some new, some familiar that you might recognize from other games. And, uh, yeah, but the thing is, though, is that the Shovel Knight and Shield Knight, like, soon discover as they're tunneling after him is that, like, the heist is a bit more heinous than it initially had seemed. So I hope that hints something to you. Incredible. It hints heinous <laughs> things to me, for sure. Super heinous. Um, the Hexcavators are up to no good. But, yeah, Shield Knight's in the game, too. It's really cool. Now, can you play as Shield Knight? No. Shield Knight's too cool for all of us, okay? (laughs) Maybe in, like, the fourth, like, totally canon spinoff game will be Shield Knight's Mm -hmm. epic adventure. Now you say fourth canon spinoff game. What about direct sequel to Shovel Knight? Because it has been eight years. Well, that'd be really cool. Uh, That's definitely not in the pipeline. (laughs) (laughs) You you gotta ask, though. You gotta ask. I just want to see it go 3D. I really want to see a Shovel Knight platformer in 3D. That's, oh man, that's good luck dream. to us. <laughs> it's a lot of work. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, Campbell, you mind if I uh, jump in with a with a question here? Do it. Go for it. Uh, so uh, we we all loved the the reveal the the launch day reveal trailer uh, featuring uh, former guest of the show, our buddy Gerard the Completionist, 
uh, as well as, of course, Aaron uh, was there as well. Um, what a delightful trailer. Very 90s vibes. Thank freaking, you. Freaking loved it. Um, can you talk a little bit about the creation of that trailer? And for yes, anybody who hasn't I seen can. It, please do. Please do. I would love to I hear am it. behind this trailer, so I'm oh, so happy I, you I, asked. I, <laughs> listen, I knew. That's why I asked it. Anyway. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm sending you $20 in the mail. Okay. So, um, for this, like, so basically, we were trying to figure out, um, like, a launching point for announcing the release date, and we were trying to think of, like, what would be the most impactful um, obviously in retrospect there was no like like nintendo direct or there was no like summer games fest since it's it was in um august so it was like hmm, like what what should we do to make a big splash and so i had the idea of having a live action shovel knight trailer of him shovel knight just busting out of there like a kool-aid man um bringing aaron on an adventure Initially, instead of Aaron digging a hole, I wanted Aaron to dress up as Shield Knight, and then they would adventure, like in Shovel Knight Dig. Um, but we didn't have time. So before I pitched it to the team, I pitched it to Gerard and Aaron uh, because I needed them on board. So when the team heard, I was like, and I have Aaron and Gerard already on board. So, you know, go for it. Yeah. Um, Gerard loved the idea. I asked him for Michael Verity, who's uh, on his team uh, to help write it and like co-direct it because he's a genius and he's amazing. And Gerard said yes to that too. So I was excited to have uh, him work with me on the project. Barity, Barity freaking rules. I actually just hung out with him this past weekend. Um, shout out to Barity, also former guest of the show. I imagine we'll have him on sooner rather than later to talk about Indie Land, which is coming up soon. Uh, mm. But anyway, continue, Celia. I apologize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, my goal is the best. I was like, Gerard... I want Michael to work with me on this. He's way funnier than I am. Um, please have him like work with us, you know, if he's able to or if he has availability. And so, yeah, he's able to connect that. And the team, like I pitched the concept, said that people were on board and they said, go for it. So I had meetings with uh, Michael to like help plan out how production was going to go. Uh, Michael did a couple of rewrites of the script and it was absolutely hilarious. We just bounced ideas off of each other and he made it funny. Um, and it was great. So it was really fun working with it. Um, my friend, Michael, also named Michael, um, he, he has the cameo appearance at the end of the, the trailer. Uh, that was his house. <laughs> he let me use his backyard. And for like the longest time, um, he was like, yeah, you could just dig a real hole. And I'm like, I'm not digging a real hole in your backyard. So, um, not going um, to ruin your landscaping for this. Yeah, uh... but he's. He's such a good friend that he was so willing to do it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, he's he's great. That's homie for life. Um, but yeah, so basically we we put it on. Gerard and Aaron were fantastic. It was a hundred and like I think it was like hundred and five in the valley. So we were all Schwitzen. Um, but we got it done. And the the final result was just hilarious. It was everything that I could have imagined and more. And I'm really thankful that everyone involved was amazing also shout out to fraser for helping me make the giant um dirt pile that was 11 bags of dirt that i fit into my uh, honda civic and he like <laughs> spread it out to make it look like an actual mound wow um, which God. by the way is 187 pounds i figured that out really quickly damn I figured that um, real quickly. <laughs> really quickly, like super fast. Celia, but I have yeah. to, getting them gains. Thank I have you. to ask you, Celia. So I saw, this was a while back. I can't even remember how long, but Gerard was wearing the Shovel Knight costume when he was recompleting the game. 
Yes. So is this a costume he owns that you yes. guys just asked him? Okay, gotcha. Oh my God. So many YouTube comments were like, I hope you let Gerard keep the costume. And I'm like, it's his. <laughs> it was BYOB. Like, <laughs> like he literally, that that's his. He wore it to like a wedding a while ago because it was like a cosplay wedding. He wears it, I don't know, on Tuesdays. I don't know. But <laughs> it's true every Tuesday, yeah. Every Tuesday, uh, yeah. Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesdays are shovel night days. <laughs> on Tuesdays, we wear shovel night costumes. Yeah. <laughs> you can't sit with us if you don't wear them. <laughs> you can't sit with us. Oh, Christ. Um, now you've just got me thinking about that. Um, <laughs> sorry, Campbell. I know we sort of jumped in here and, and, and we messed up all your nice questions. No, um, I, I think our, we've our, gotten to all of my nice questions, honestly. Oh, lovely. Yeah. This um, is so nice. Well, listen, we've been, Celia, you're always so good about giving us, like, a little bit of the development history on top of, like, some fun tidbits and anecdotes. Is there anything else you'd love to shout out about this game? Again, it's coming out in just a week and a half, so soon. Um, anything else that's, like, any, anything that you would you would love to tell us or our listeners about uh, about this game coming out? Anything that you keep an eye out for? Anything else you want to share with us? In regards to Shovel Knight Dig? In oh regards to Shovel Knight Dig, yes. Yes. Uh, it's only 10 days away. It releases on Apple Arcade 2, but it also releases on Nintendo Switch and mm-hmm. Steam. You're mm-hmm. going to have a blast uh, when you're playing the game. Make sure to take your time um, because, well, not too much time, but enough time just to be aware of the environment since it is roguelike. Um, but as you go keep on going down the well, you'll get more powerful and you'll be able to own your skills of, uh, with the shovel blade. So I hope everyone has a blast and they delve in on the 23rd. Awesome. Uh, well, we're, once again, we're going to say thank you so much to Celia Schilling for being so generous with her time. Um, I've been your host, Cameron Dax, and you can find some of my writing over on Goombastomp.com. Uh, most recently, I have did a couple of port reviews for Inscription for the PlayStation 5, one of my favorite games of last year, and now it's available on the PlayStation. Uh, a delightful game if you've never played it. Um, also reviewed... Campbell, what did I review? <laughs> Help. Uh, Animatacionum? <laughs> Thank you. Auto Mutationum or Mutationum for Switch. I reviewed that as well. Uh, also a delightful game with fantastic cyberpunk vibes. I'm over on Twitter at Action Daxon. Mark, where can people find you on the internet? Find me at the Markel. That, of course, is Mark with the C, Cal with a K. You can find my work over on Goombastomp.com. Right now, up on the website, I'll plug it every single week until it gets old. But Xenoblade Chronicles 3, you can check out my very, very long review, Ending Explained. I have a bunch of guides on just a lot of stuff about the game that players should probably know or need help with. And uh, you can check out my coverage of Splatoon 3, which will be out very soon. And we'll be talking about that one next week. And spoilers, it's very good. <laughs> Oh, cannot wait to hear more about Splatoon 3. Uh, Campbell, what about yourself? You can find me on Twitter at CampbellSGill, uppercase CSG, and you can find my games writing at GoombaStomp.com. Recently had an indie game spotlight come up over this weekend, as well as a written transcript of the highlights of our conversation uh, with Tom Hewlett from Way Forward a few weeks back on the podcast. So go check that out to learn a bit more about Spider Soars. And keep an eye out in the coming days for a written review of Haiku the Robot. We talked about it a bit on the podcast last week. Really enjoyed it then. I finished it and I enjoy it even more now. So keep an eye out for that. What a delightful game. Celia Schilling, thank you so much for coming on our podcast again and just giving us all the delicious Shovel Knight goodness and news. Um, where can people find the internet? Anything you want to plug? Anything you want to shout out? 
Yeah, of course. So for work, you can see all the fun things I'm posting on Twitter at Yacht Club Games. You can also check out our website that I post on, which is YachtClubGames.com or Facebook, Facebook.com slash Yacht Club Games. Or follow us on Twitch, which is Twitch.tv slash Yacht Club Games. We're very brand consistent. It's nice. But personally, you can see my random tweets and cat pictures um, at Twitter.com slash Celia B with three E's. Lovely. Thank you guys for having me. It was an oh absolute Oh my gosh. Blast. We appreciate you. Claps for Celia. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, and again, congrats on the imminent release of Shovel Knight Dig. Cannot wait to play that game. Um, and Express is also on social media. We're on Twitter at Express Nintendo, and of course available to rate, review, all of those things over on the podcast platform of your choice. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time. 